Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. On DAB+, online, via the TalkSport app, and on your smart speaker, this is Talk Wrestling on TalkSport 2. You listen to Talk Wrestling from TalkSport on your Fight Night podcast feed and with AEW announcing uh, all in back at Wembley next year and the tickets coming out this week. Delight to say joining the show. He came in studio this week and an absolute delight he is. Claudio Castagnoli joins the show uh, for a solid 20 plus minute interview. We had a lot of fun with this and we're going to look forward to Survivor Series. As much as AEW gets some love today, could CM Punk be coming back to WWE? Are we going to see the return of Randy Orton in his place? Uh, like, there's so much being teased ahead of this event, so we'll preview that as well. Coming up for you on Talk Wrestling from Talk Sport, the WWE 2K23. Will Gavin, John Jackson with you here for Talk Wrestling. John. Uh, before we get into the Claudio and the AW side of it, you know, you know, with 2K23 and Survivor Series is here and you can play war games on 2K23. And, you know, I, I think that we are teed up for a couple of massive matches here. I really like the damage control versus uh, the kind of, I guess, faces, although Charlotte Flair being in there does, you know, immediately make me turn against that. I've really enjoyed the build for Gunther Miz as well. Like, I, I think actually they've really managed to portray Miz as a genuine threat, which I wouldn't have said that if you tried to do it a while back. We got Rhea Ripley back in action, and then that men's war game match. That's what this is really all about. Does CM Punk come back? Is Randy Orton returning? I know that they finally essentially had to say that... It felt like they had to say Randy Orton was coming back and get, um, uh, and get Cody Rhodes to essentially tell everyone without saying his name because they needed to mask either mask a CM Punk return or try and do down a CM Punk return because everyone was so convinced it's going to happen. But I just think something, that'll be the main event this weekend and something is going to be going down and I think it's going to be must watch. Yeah, so my thoughts on this are if Randy Orton returns, so I mean, you've obviously alluded to the fact that it could be that, you know, they're saying that alluding to Randy Orton returning. We know he's in good shape. We know he's been pictured at the Performance Center. So he's obviously, you know, ready for a return. And everyone says he looks absolutely hench, which is great. And actually, I find when I play WWE 2K23, I kind of go between wrestlers who are hot at the moment. And then when someone's mentioned as coming back, I end up going and sort of playing as them just to sort of remind myself of their moves and how they look and see how they look in the game as well. So we we have three different versions of Randy Orton in the game. We've got, you know, sort of Randy Orton as we knew him most recently when he was with uh, Riddle. But we also have 2009 Randy Orton 
when he was, I want to say like lean, uh, bold, not, you know, like the first time he had the sort of buzz cut and, you know, was, was really, really dominant. And actually I didn't really like him back then, but for whatever reason, I kind of, I don't know why I kind of liked young Randy Orton and he's also in the game. Uh, I think it's 2002 Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, one yeah. where he was like a young, you know, young dude with hair in a slick kind of looks like he had gelled hair and, uh, and I played with all of them. And actually I think I prefer current Randy Orton. I think actually Randy Orton is someone who's, I, I don't know whether it was just me or his popularity was, really high when he sort of first burst onto the scene and he was seen as a hot prospect and then he did really well didn't he and he won those titles and everything and had involvement in evolution and everything and then I feel like for some reason he became a little bit uncool and unpopular but now now with Riddle and you know whatever you made of his run with Riddle uh, it is what it is now actually the hype around him coming back is okay if he comes back we want to see him as actually you know a big picture kind of guy we don't want him to be a, a sort of mid-carder pushing the goofy weed smoking 420 dude you know that was funny i mean no randy can do funny stuff but if he's got one last sort of you know decent run in him really given you know he's he, he finds injuries quite easily i want to see him as a, an absolute destroyer so if he does come back and he is as hench as everyone says then that's going to be really really exciting and actually you know, I've really enjoyed going back and hitting a few RKOs on WWE 2K23 because, you know, who doesn't love that? Although, if you're actually playing as Randy Orton, you're not aware that it's out of nowhere because you're obviously pressing the buttons to make it happen. But, you know, it didn't take any of the enjoyment away from me. Um, but my point know, some, Randy, sometimes when I've faced you, John, it feels like some of the booze come out from nowhere. So, uh... yeah, but it, it, it's, it's some of our videos before uh, WrestleMania. I definitely did something with Finn Balor that I wasn't expecting, and it looked a lot better than what I was planning. So, yeah, uh, quite uh, quite a, uh, an enjoyable moment for me there. That's pretty much my finest moment on the game. Um, but talking about Randy Orton coming back, surely like the ideal thing is is that we get Randy Orton and we get CM Punk. But then my brain that conflicts with itself thinks ah but if we do that does it kind of dilute it too much and do we not get as much excitement as we could do if they came back separately then i think okay is the randy Orton thing just a swerve and actually randy Orton doesn't turn up and in chicago in an arena where me and you have watched aew cm punk comes out instead you know what does randy Orton come out and cm punk attacks him like there's there's so many possibilities here and i think wwe have to be really careful here that whatever happens and i'm sure they have this very well planned out but whatever happens it doesn't leave people disappointed in any way because you know say neither of them come out i mean that's that's going to be a shocker and yeah, i guess I know that, that's not going to happen that's that's a real problem that, that, that is genuinely a real problem if that happens i don't think that happens i think i'm leaning is that randy doesn't punk doesn't that's what i think probably happens um, but look, this is this is the start of Mania season, essentially. I know it's early, but Survivor Series, you know, the first Raw after Survivor Series, we're bound to get the first people to declare for the Royal Rumble, and that's really the first indication that we're heading into Mania season. And so actually, if they bring two absolute legends back in one go, I wouldn't be that stunned. Like, that's all I'm saying. So look, it's Survivor Series this weekend. As we say, we're with 2K23, so do check out the game if you've not. And you can play War Games on there to give it a try. We'll have a review of that coming up uh, in the following weeks. But for now, let's get to our interview for today because AEW 
All In is coming back to Wembley for 2024. And the pre-release tickets, actually, as we're recording this, pre-release are already on sale, main sale going on this week. I have no idea if they are going to be able to match last year at all. But I think, yeah, again, even if like, you know, after doing what, 80 plus thousand last year, even if they only managed to do 40 to 60 again this year and still make it one of their biggest ever events and one of the biggest events in world wrestling. And I think the fact they're going back there, incredibly bold. So I'm here for it and I absolutely love it. No problem with it whatsoever. And ahead of the tickets being released, I caught up with and formerly known as Cesaro, now Claudio Castaglioni, uh, uh, ahead of AEW All-In tickets being released. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right, well, I'm delighted to be welcoming on to the show now ahead of the ticket release, although the pre-sale has already started for AEW All In in London, which returns to Wembley Stadium next Sunday, the 25th of August, the bank holiday weekend. An astonishing event this past year, returning to the capital next year and the brilliant... Claudio Castanoli is with us. Claudio, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, thank you. That was a tremendous intro. Can we just clip that? Used like all the time, right? <laughs> oh, it's it's weird for me because we've spoken a bunch of times in the past at big events in the mm-hmm. states and things like that. <clears throat> it's nice to use your real name, to be honest. Oh, thank you. I, it, it is very nice. It's also very nice to uh, you know speak with you here in London. Well, we're delighted to have you. And, and look, uh, this event last year, I think. When Tony first announced they were running Wembley, I think some people thought they meant Wembley Arena, not Wembley Stadium. Yeah. I think a lot of people doubted that they could do the numbers. Even reflecting on it now, like four or five months later, how do you look back on that day? When he announced it? Yeah, oh no, no, when you... Or when, when it you, actually happened. When there were 80,000 oh, yeah, people no, in so, Wembley Stadium. So it, it, it was just, that whole thing was like... I remember after he announced it, and then like when the first kind of numbers came out, and then including at Wembley. I remember like anytime I kind of walked past them, I just yelled Wembley because I was so, <laughs> I was like, I was just so excited because it was Wembley. And then we, we, we went out there and it was, you know, like 80,000 80, paid. That's insane. And just like, just, just to look out and see all the fans and see like, and feel the energy that they brought, you know, and like, it was, it was massive. And then the fact that we're coming back, um, you know, and, 
be doing it again. And, and I mean, for you personally, you got to see a lot more of the stadium than most of the other wrestlers. I did. Of I mean, I did. You know, I got to see. I got to see all the stuff in the back. I got to. I got to fight in the royal box. I got to fight by the royal seats. So to me, that's like a massive win. You know, it's like something that not nobody else can say really. So um, it's just. Like there was such, if you look at that show, it was like something for everybody on it. And I feel like that's what AEW is. It's just like so much fun. And you, if you love wrestling, there will be something for you there. What was it like putting together a match like that where you're having to plan out where a- you're going to go absolute, to the Absolute, <laughs> absolute chaos. It was just like, it's one of those, it was like, well, um, hopefully the camera will catch it. It, it, it literally it, it became one of those because it was like, okay, this match is supposed to be chaos. It's going to be chaos, and we want to have chaos wherever we go. And by chaos, I mean that in the best way possible, you know, because that's what you expect from a stadium stampede. And um, you know, we wanted the live crowd to keep being engaged, um, but also have some stuff that's fun for the viewers at home, like us fighting in the royal box and on the royal seats, um, and the view I got from just overlooking the stadium from those seats was amazing. And look, you, you get out, you get to do the Royal Box, you get to yeah. see so much of the stadium, but uh, were you, uh, you know, they announced that it's coming back this year, that they did those numbers last year. Is there any trepidation of like, you know, this is a difficult second album, coming back and doing such a massive event yeah. again? Um, it is, but um, we're also all very excited because we, you know, you... you as a company, uh, you learn so much from doing an event like that. And that was the first stadium event AW did, you know, and um, in a different country as well. So um, there's a lot of things that I'm sure uh, will be different this year and bigger and better. And for us performers, it's going to be fun because we get to do it again. You know, we have we can try to top what we did the first time. And it's kind of like Europe's destination now. And that's ours. And that's awesome uh, you as a representative not only of Europe of your native Switzerland but mm. as a Blackpool Combat Club member as well it feel like you're a bit of one of our own right yeah I mean like we almost felt like we should have taken the train trip up to uh, Blackpool and take some pictures up there all of us you know and then send it to his lordship um, you know so <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were all we were all like extremely excited uh, to be here and uh, you know like to represent the Blackpool Combat Club it, it's it's almost a shame you're here a few weeks too early but, uh, or, or even a little bit late because Blackpool is famed for its darts and that's what we'd love to get you up there and get you in a live event so we're going to have to figure it out guys to actually, get you I was actually just playing darts in your waiting room so um, not that I could you know but uh, actually funny that you mentioned uh, his lordship uh, William Regal got us all into darts because he kept sending us clips from the from the darts and it's it's awesome well there, there you go so William Regal I was thinking as well like Seamus was probably a big darts guy as well uh, so he never really brought it up yeah but I'm, sh- he's, I'm sure he was more into the drinking than the darts <laughs> <laughs> no I refuse to believe it uh, uh, look um, tell us a little bit about how kind of you're feeling in, in your role in AEW right now of uh, you know stuff you're doing with Blackpool stuff you're doing with the Ring of Honor stuff like yeah uh, you, Creatively, how are you feeling right now in your wrestling career? Uh, I'm having an absolute blast. You know, um, it's a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of different things that I get to do. Um, I've been involved in a lot of different matches that I necessarily wouldn't have thought 
I would have been. I've been in, uh, you know, uh, Stadium Stampede. I've been in the uh, Anarchy in the Arena. I've been in two Blood and Guts matches. It was just a lot of um, stuff like that that I was like, oh, cool, this is something uh, different for me, for my career. And then now with the uh, Continental Classic, that's something, again, like pure wrestling-y, uh, 20 minute time limit, no DQ, no interference. Uh, sorry, 20 minute time limit, no interference, just a point system, you know, it's like, uh, it's, it's, completely like from one side to the other uh, of the spectrum and that's fun because it always challenges you and um, there's so many different opponents that I haven't been in the ring with like I had a singles with Daniel Garcia just last week I want to wrestle Brody King next week so there's a lot of people that I haven't been in the ring with uh, completely different styles that's what's challenging that's what's fun in AEW that's what keeps me going and motivated so I'm having an absolute blast and of course being around you know Yuda, Brian and Mox doesn't get any better than that yeah, I mean, it might be from that perspective. You're talking about three or four of the best guys doing it in the world in different styles as well. It yeah. feels like when you get the really great groups together in wrestling, when you get those great stables, it's like it, all boats get risen, right, by the tide. Exactly, exactly. Um, I butchered that saying earlier, but one of your <laughs> colleagues completely. I was like, rising tide boats, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it's like, that's why... I love the Blackpool Combat Club and that's why we're so competitive because uh, we're all trying to be better and we're all trying to be better than the other and through that we make each other better and uh, you know there's three of us in the Continental Classic and I'm sure like I'm, me and Brian are going to face off so, and I'm sure there's going to be nothing held back because we both want to be the best and afterwards we you know shake hands and that'll be it so um, that's who you want to surround yourself with people who are better people who push you people who make you a better uh, wrestler human whatever performer is there anyone you've not had the chance to go in with and, and face off with who you'd like to maybe at all in next year I if you've mean, got a dream match? Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's plenty of people that I haven't been in the ring with. I mean, um, uh, just because he's just on my mind because we talked about him because we're in England. Will Ospreay, uh, there's, you know, Kenny Omega that I haven't had a singles match with. Um, there's, you know, I don't think I had a match with Brian that will come up soon in the Continental Classic. I don't have a singles match with uh, you know, there's there's just so many people that I could name now that I haven't had a proper singles match yet that I would like to be in the ring with. Um, you know, we just um, uh, Edge came over, uh, so like that's somebody new that. Yeah, you know, I think I would like to be in the ring. He's not a bad person to kind of yeah, lock up yeah, with at some point. Why not? You know, um, there's there's the uh, Darby Allen, for example. You know, haven't haven't had a match with him. Um, there's 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 plenty of guys that I would like to be in the ring with. How has that reaction been to Edge coming over and his presence in the locker room? Because it was fascinating. We talked to him not kind of long ago and he, the idea of doing something new and exciting and creative really lifted him. And so I, I imagine he's been bouncing off the walls. Yeah, I mean, see, like, it, it's always good to have creative people around. It's always good to have passionate people around, especially somebody uh, like him who has that experience, um, you know, uh, over so many years and not just you know from wrestling also from like movies and tvs and and so forth and um he's a very positive you, you've said positive energetic guy so that's who you want to surround yourself with uh, just a couple of things about yourself one thing and this is the shame why we couldn't get it done on the breakfast show this morning because we showed big al the big swing or the giant yeah, swing yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry he loved it like he was like that that for him as someone who grew up more with the kind of classic wrestling of the english wrestling yeah, yeah, of, the, yeah. of the kind of 70s it's exactly yeah. like he that kind of showmanship element to it um who is the toughest person you've had to pick up and swing around uh great collie I love that. That's the one I showed him as okay, well because yeah, yeah, I think yeah, no, it might be the, the case. That's a, that's the toughest one. And to me, um, it's a, it's like fun. You mentioned it because like the giant swing or big swing, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
to me, that's like a classic wrestling move, right? And I'm really happy that that associ that's associated with me now because it's like if you think of wrestling, you think of I don't know, uh, body slam, elbow drop, and swinging somebody in a circle. And like to me, that's just like universal, you know, because it's like like you only would see that in movies if like you know what I mean, like guys our size would do it. So it's it's a lot of fun, and I'm glad people react to that. It's fair to say the crowd love it as well, well every it, time. Yeah. So to me, it's also like. It's such a crowd pleaser. I'm like, it's it's just again, uh, when we talk about what made all in special, right? It's like, yes, it was in London, special in Europe, right? Yes, it was at Wembley, special. But what made all in special was the crowd, hundred percent, right? And what will make all in next year special will be the crowd. It's like that energy of the crowd and us feeding off each other. That's what makes it special. And I feel like with the swing, there's just that like energy vacuum. That just like is awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it, do, when you, I mean, your training regime, we've seen it online, is pretty insane and incredible. Anyway, but do you have to train differently if you know you're going to swing a great Carly uh, or something like that? <laughs> no, I just uh, add some prayers to it. <laughs> <laughs> what to talk us through that a little bit? The kind of what your diet and regime is, because if people don't know, it is. Oh, um, I don't. I mean, it, I work out uh, at least four days a week. I mean, uh, you look insanely oh, incredible. You look like one of these you. guys that's, you know, you talk about these Marvel things where they're like, yeah, I'm eating 5,000 calories and training for 10 hours a day. How do you look like that if you're not doing that kind um, of well, regime? So, I think they're just doing it to look good for one movie. I've been, doing it, <laughs> I've been doing it for the past, you know, 15 years, you know, like every day of my life just to, to look that. So um, I feel like it, it's, it, it's unfair for somebody uh, to look at me and be like, I want to look like that and not expect that to take 10, 15 20 years because that's how long it's taken me I, I started training when I was like 18, 19 years old um, so it's been taking me 20 plus years to look like this and to look like that along the journey and that's what it is it's a journey so if, if you look into fitness you need to find what works for you and you need to set small goals that you can achieve uh, within a year or so and they shouldn't be that big because you need to achieve them and then you can just keep going on so for me when I work out I work out four days a week um, if I have the time, I'll add the fifth day of like cardio or something like that. And then I have a pretty strict regimented diet. Um, but for me, it's not that strict because I'm kind of used to it and I like it. So, yeah, that's... No, no, love it, love it. Uh, I, I, the other thing I wanted to ask about, I asked you how you're feeling creatively in, in your career. I think yeah. from my perspective, you know, my favourite guys are guys who can sell any gimmick, who can turn up and, you know, put, get anything over with the crowd. And, and you did that for years. You had some yep. brilliant gimmicks. You did all the James Bond stuff. You did. But what's it like for you now almost being a guy who is known for his wrestling, for his physical ability more so than anything else. Like, you're being presented as like a pure wrestling guy. Yeah, now. I mean, it feels great because I feel like that kind of became my gimmick towards the end, you mm -hmm. know, like uh, of my WWE run and now in AEW, that, that is me. And it's um, it's fun because it just gives it a different dynamic because uh, what I've tried to do through all my career is to bring me into every single character. And I feel like that's what resonated with people it's because it was true like there was something about me in in everything and so i'm proud of everything i did and now it is even more and i'm still trying to find what's like how can we evolve it because i feel like that's very important that you keep evolving keep moving forward keep getting better and uh, to me that is that is a lot of fun and um that is also the challenge because it's like the more simple it gets the better it is but also the harder because it's 
so simple, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. It completely does. I, I wonder as well, I know they were going to ask you about this on breakfast, but uh, you're a football fan as well. And I know obviously from back home, FC Loser, mm-hmm. like your, your Swiss side. But again, when you were over on the other side, you know, we'd see you in a Man City shirt. We'd see you in an Aston Villa shirt. They do all sorts of like, we're in Birmingham, so let's do a gimmick with the local football club yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Do you actually have like a, an English football team? So, Is there something you love? So so, so here's, the, here's the fun part about that, right? Um <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just having dinner with a with an old buddy of ours, and he was joking. He was like, "Ah, oh, you just put on any shirt they <laughs> they give you." And Seamus was giving me the same crap. And um, you know, so here's the thing: uh, when when I when I grew up, I was following football a bit in like Switzerland. Um, and then when I when I moved away, like, there wasn't a team you can follow because you know now you can watch football on your mm-hmm. on, the, on your telly, you can watch it on your phone, you know, you can watch everywhere. I couldn't. So, like, the only stuff I could follow was the World Cup and the Euros, which I supported the Swiss national team. So that's I just followed where the Swiss players would play, right? All the clubs that had the Swiss players, I was like, oh, I followed that. But I didn't really have a club. So then uh, what happened is, uh, fast forward, when we went to uh, one of the, the clubs we went to first in the Premier League was Man City. So they were always super cool and super nice to me. So, like, that's why you see me in the Man City jersey quite a bit but then I was like well I don't want to say like I'm a Man City supporter because I will just jump on the bandwagon right because they're successful like so many people do so I was like I mean I like them because they're good and now they have Emmanuel Akanji so you know there's the Swiss yeah, connection yeah, there, you there. Go. Um, so but then also like we went to other teams and they gave us shirts and stuff and that's to me that was just part of like enjoying like wherever we went, like enjoying different parts of the world different parts of England different parts of the country and then it's a pretty cool collectible right you have like a football shirts so I have tons of football shirts at home and that's really cool I'm very proud of that um, but I'm also the guy that's like I'm not just going to jump on a bandwagon and start supporting a team um, you know what I mean so are, like are you telling me you didn't start rooting for Stoke when Jaron Sakiri turns up in the East Midlands Stoke yeah or, uh, but, but like I feel like now you know with, with the boss owning Fulham it's kind of like a, that's the, that yeah. would be that'd be the correct answer now would be like Fulham and the, to be fair I've been watching a lot of the Fulham matches just because then me and him can talk about it and it's fun but I still watch uh, like a lot of like the highlights in Premier League and whatever I can yeah absolutely love that uh, uh, look all in I'm, I'm being very neutral in, in, the, in, the, true, in the true Swiss sense yeah I, I didn't want to be the one that said that no no but, no you know. I, it, it is a very neutral answer but I'm 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 being honest here like Seamus is trying to make me a Liverpool fan for the longest time and I'm just like I'm like I don't want to be that bandwagon fan that a lot of people are and I'm not that decide like I'm kind of indecisive so I don't want to I don't want to pick a team so I'll just I'll just enjoy everything uh, look uh, all in c- coming back to Wembley next year tickets on sale uh, this week with the pre-sale and then I think the 1st of December I'm checking over yeah, with Friday, yeah, Friday perfect yeah, Friday, Friday 1st, 1st December. December I had to make sure because you know let's <laughs> pull this together so yeah, yeah. good good uh, look for people who might be umming and ahhing on the shelf wondering whether they should pick this wrestling show to go to why should people come to all in um, because it will be, you know, like if the first one was history, right? It was the biggest paid attendance. And there's nothing like wrestling life. If you see it on TV, it's awesome. But life, you can just feel the energy. And if you never, if you don't even like wrestling or never been to, uh, you've seen it, you should just give a live show a go because it's so much fun. It's just like the energy, you and your buddies just watching. And um, I've been also been said, you know, like, it's the perfect Christmas gift, right? You don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be the guy or girl, you know, running to the gas station, you know, Christmas Eve, trying to get like a 
the bouquet or something. Uh, no, you want to have the coolest Christmas gift this year, and that's going to be all in 2024 tickets. I, I, I tell you, I had friends who went last year who were more kind of casual or lapsed wrestling fans who were turning up because it's a chance for them to go see CM Punk live or a chance to go see Chris Jericho live or Sting or those kind of legends from when they were younger. Yeah. And then you're talking to them on... Monday after the show or after the show on the Sunday and that's not who they're talking about they're talking about you know the Will Ospreay okay that was a Jericho match but they're talking about MJF Adam Cole like actually they're coming away engaged in the day to day stuff not just the the nostalgia stuff so I feel like that's the if you if you're a casual wrestling fan I mean like you have a chance to go to an event this big that's in your backyard so like if you're a wrestling fan or even casual you, you just need to go and then I feel with AEW you have that thing like you said like there's so many different generations there's something for everybody you have the stings you know like and by the way Sting, Sting came out to seek and destroy I mean how how cool <laughs> was that right it was just like I'm like as soon as I heard it I was like I was like running. I was like, I need to see this live. You know, it's just like things like that, right? And then you have, like you said, like Jericho, you have the like Will Ospreys from England and you have, uh, you know, like MJF, Adam Cole. It's just like you'll find something. You you go because there's somebody on there that you like and then what you'll take away from it, like you said, like you just become a fan and like that's... Uh, what it's all about. Uh, I'm aware we've gone super long now and you've got other bits no, to that's do. That's all right. But it's I, I, a fun chat. I, I'll get in trouble with my editor if I don't ask because there's been much buzz around the AEW locker room about Punk showing up in WWE this past weekend. Have you been on text chains about it? Is there much conversation about it? <laughs> I'm on no text chains. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on no text chains about any of that. Yeah, sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it, you know, it, it's just... It, it happens, right? People people switch, you know, and it's I think it's um, exciting for for the fans, right? Because uh, I think I talked about that before with uh, Forbidden Door. Um, you know, before it was like, man, what if what if this guy would wrestle that guy from from this company? You know what I mean? Like, or like this guy would wrestle this guy from from New Japan, or like, and now it's like Forbidden Door happened, and that became possible. And now it's just, you know, like there's there's two companies and there will be switches. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think it's a very exciting time for the wrestling fans. Does it drive you guys to go, right, they've done something to try and pick up. We need to now take a step up as well and we need to go, you know, okay, you might have punk, but we've got the better wrestling or we've got this or we've like, just to, to kind of counteract it almost. I mean, I feel like there's, I mean, I can just speak personally. I always just try to do the best that I can uh, you know what I mean? Like, like with what I'm given. And like, if you start looking around, you'll just drive yourself crazy because then it's like, there's so many things out of your control that you just have no control over it. And it just becomes like, it will cloud your mind and it will cloud your judgment, I feel. So to me, I'm trying not to worry about that. I'm trying to put on the best thing that I can, no matter what. You know what I mean? So it's like... Uh, like trust me, I, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling fan who... I don't understand the tribalism. I love... I, I want four or five great wrestling companies all making great wrestling at the same yeah. time so I can be enjoying <laughs> five, six, seven nights a week of great wrestling, so right? Like, and, uh, so, like, that was the other thing, right? It's, I'm like, it's a great time for the fans, right? But whenever like, those like, fans say those things or ask those questions, they always... It's like you said, like it's because of tribalism. I'm like, no, no, it's just you just enjoy everything. And if you mm -hmm. don't enjoy something else, like, well, maybe somebody else does. It's like there there'll be something for you. I think I think there's 
I think wrestling is on every day of the week mm -hmm. almost in the United States, right? So it's like there's something for you. And if there's not, well, then just don't watch it. But you don't have to. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean go I go mean, stream like, some New Japan I mean, or go check yeah, out and like, yeah, and, and, and CMZ or like, wherever it might be. And especially because like now with like streaming, you can watch whatever you want, right? And it's like kind of if you go to like a an ice cream store, right? Like there's certain flavors <laughs> that, that you will not like and you're not going to spit in them, right? No, you're just not going to eat them. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, this is a public service yeah. please don't go spit in your local ice cream <laughs> uh, Claudio it's a real pleasure uh, we look forward I, I, I can't wait for next summer already there's lots more AEW to happen between now and then but the tickets do come out this Friday the Taylor Swift adjusted AEW all in we should yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. shake it week. off shake it off right? uh, absolutely love it thank you so much for your time and uh, yeah we Look forward to seeing hopefully some more records broken. Awesome. Uh, I hope so too. And thank you very much. I hope I'll be on here soon again. I butchered his name before the interview. I at least got it right in the interview. John Jackson, Claudio joining us in the studio here at Talk Sport. You've had some fun with him recently as well. He's just a top bloke. Yeah, he uh, he's a big fan of... I mean, he's just a, a nice guy, right? But uh, he's a big fan of motorsport. Actually, he was on vacation in Italy at the same time that we were covering Formula E, the Electric Motorsports World Championship, uh, in Italy, in Rome. I think he was uh, a different part of the country. And, and actually, one of the guys behind Formula E used to work for WWE. So there was a, an obvious sort of link up there. And he saw the opportunity, sent a text to Claudio. Claudio and his wife uh, were I don't know, actually think, don't know if they're actually married, are they? Him and him and Sarah Amato, but who knows? Um, they were more than happy to to come down and and uh, enjoy the race. And actually, he was very open for filming a little skit with a, a UK wrestler. I think I can probably tell you because you know we're all we're all marks here that it it was it, the the premise was he was beating up the safety car driver after the safety car driver scared him to death by taking him around the track at high speed. The safety car driver was obviously swapped for a professional. And when you're working with big organizations like this, there's a lot of documentation that has to be filled in. So they had to find a professional wrestler that looked the same height as as Bruno, the safety car driver, and actually Kid Lycos from uh, Progress and other independent wrestling promotions is someone that's used to wearing a mask. So they were like, well, you know what? We'll just put him in a race suit with a, a sort of tinted visor looks just like Bruno, the safety car driver. And, you know, a quick little bit of sleight of hand, switch him in and Claudio uh, spat him around a few times, threw him on the track and uh, and lifted him up and dropped him on his face. And it was great. And, you know, Claudio is watching him being directed by people who don't really know wrestling, but they get the being, they, they got the memo, they know what the premise is. It was really interesting because he's obviously such a pro that he completely got the job and, and did it brilliantly. And you'll be able to see that somewhere in the uh, Formula E uh, Rome race weekend history is so worth checking out and I think we, we put a clip out of it on TalkSport 2 as well so you can check out TalkSport 2 social media for that but yeah what a nice guy and you know great to see that that he's getting involved in, in matches that we maybe wouldn't have seen him get involved in before and having a great run in AEW it's lovely to hear him talk about doing the, the stuff around Wembley and, and the fun they had with that. And I look forward to seeing what more he does going forward. Uh, John, brilliant stuff as always. Enjoy Survivor Series this weekend, sir. Uh, and we'll be back with more uh, as we get towards the end of the year and hopefully talking about some big WWE returns as part of that and some brilliant ticket sales for AEW because we always say on the show, it's better for wrestling if all if there's more good wrestling. And we are in no way... 
loyal to one company or the other or any of that. We love all wrestling. And so we love to see uh, both companies doing brilliantly. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to give us a rating, a review, all that stuff uh, on your Fight Night Feed podcast. Uh, and we're back with more shows coming up as the year continues. Thank you so much for listening. It's been Talk Wrestling uh, from TalkSport on your Fight Night Feed. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 